Hello, Forgiver. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about some pretty heavy emotions. And today, I kind of want to move away from the sadness and the heaviness and talk about joy. How do we cultivate joy in the midst of our suffering and in the midst of feeling pretty hard feelings against the persons who have hurt us? So it's not all doom and gloom. There are moments when we can truly experience joy. So let's dive in. Hello, Forgiver. Welcome to the Forgiveness is for You podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Silva, Forgiveness Guide and Catholic Mindset Coach. I've spent 30 years in therapy for sexual, physical, emotional, and racial trauma, but therapy could only take me so far. I believe that there's freedom in forgiveness, but we cannot do it alone. Do you struggle forgiving yourself or others? Are you ashamed of what happened to you in the past? Do you harbor unforgiveness toward the adults who are supposed to protect you but didn't? Do you resent a whole class of people because you were discriminated against? On this podcast, we talk about all things forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, and how you can begin to forgive yourself, others, and God. Allow me to be your forgiveness guide. Let's begin. Friends, I just want to quickly go over the effect trauma has on our perception on a physiological and emotional level. Trauma is not the tragic event we experience, but our response to the event. What happens in our brain is that the amygdala, the trafficked signal in our brain, flashes red and signals to our nervous system that we are in danger. Adrenaline is pumped into our system and our limbic system the survival mechanism in our brain kicks into action. Our desire for safety takes over and we go into what psychologists call a trauma response. We can go into fight, flight, freeze, fawn, faint, or fade. I will be talking more about these responses in later episodes. Put succinctly, we develop tunnel vision and everything in our world becomes about that one thing, safety. That is why when we're in the midst of our suffering, it's very difficult to feel happiness or joy. If you are in this place right now, I see you. If you've experienced trauma in the past and it still haunts you on a regular basis, I see you too. Believe it or not, you can still have pockets of joy as you move in and out of your state of survival. So is joy happiness? I don't believe so. But happiness can make us receptive to joy. I can be happy on a physiological level, what Father Robert Spitzer in his book, Finding True Happiness, calls level one happiness. I am happy when my physical needs are met. In my trauma story, I can find happiness in the things I love to eat, a cozy environment that makes me feel safe, or doing a physical activity that produces endorphins in my body. Happiness level one lasts as long as I engage in the activity that makes me feel good until the next time I engage in it. There's nothing wrong with this kind of happiness. We all deserve to have our basic needs met and experience happiness in meeting those needs. The danger is when we overindulge and make this our ultimate goal. Happiness level two is when I've achieved something great and feel proud about what I've accomplished. Father Spitzer calls this ego gratification. I can really relate to this kind of happiness because I used achievement as a survival tool. 
Whenever I would bring home a stellar report card or cook an exceptional meal for my family, I would soak in the compliments and it would make me feel happy. You can see how this kind of happiness depends on other people and not on my relationship with myself or God. Happiness level three is a feeling I get when I've sacrificed something to do something good for someone else. At this level, I engage my feelings of empathy to accompany others in their struggles. I might volunteer in a soup kitchen or serve in my church. Perhaps someone has to give up hopes and dreams to raise a child that came into their life unexpectedly. This kind of happiness is more enduring, but it is still not joy. Happiness level four is living in the fulfillment of the desires that God placed on our hearts from the beginning of time, what is known as the transcendentals. Perfect love, beauty, truth, justice, or goodness, and home. These are representations of who God is. God is perfect love, perfect beauty, perfect justice, perfect goodness, and our home. St. Augustine stated, our hearts are restless until they rest in God. And so we are constantly seeking God and God is true joy. By now you're probably thinking, forget that. I'm only human. I don't have the ability to love perfectly. You're right. That's where Nehemiah 8 verse 10 comes into play. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And it speaks directly to our lack. Joy is beyond happiness. It's knowing that even in the midst of our suffering, we are loved. It's knowing that our suffering is not for nothing. It is redemptive. That God can use our suffering for the good of others, just like you are experiencing right now listening to this podcast. I know that my Redeemer lives and he has done great things for me. And that brings me joy. I cannot earn joy. It's a gift. It's basking in the agape love of Christ. That perfect love that opens my tunnel vision and expands my view to see the truth, goodness, and beauty in the world, regardless of my experience. So you say, Karen, if joy is a gift, how do I cultivate receptivity to it in the midst of my suffering? I say, Not stop, drop, and roll like the firefighters say, but stop, drop, and rock and roll. Number one, stop. Take time out of your day to spend with the Word of God. Look at those moments of grace, little things that happen that only can be from God our Savior. A beautiful sunrise or sunset, a kind gesture from a friend, a smile from a complete stranger. Have you ever seen that image of the laughing Jesus? I love that image. I'm posting it in the show notes. I've often wondered what Jesus sounded like when he laughed. When I laugh, is Jesus laughing with me? Do I hear Jesus laughing in my own laughter? I bet you a dollar he is. So I can hear him just by laughing. Drop. Number two, drop. Drop into your body. Take time to get out of your survival brain and into your body. Become aware of when you are living in your head or dissociating. Dissociation is a survival mechanism that allows us to observe our past painful experiences from a distance 
while our bodies go through the motions. You know you're in this state if you suddenly find yourself losing track of time or going on automatic pilot. A good way to drop into your body is to start noticing and naming out loud the things that are around you. I know this sounds silly, but just try it. You can also take three deep breaths and notice what happens in your body as you exhale. For Christmas, my husband bought me a mini trampoline that sits in my office. Once in a while, I put on dance music and dance like crazy to tunes like Jerusalem and I bounce on it. It's really fun. Number three, rock and roll. What's your favorite music? Put on a song and dance. Make time to play, sing, exercise, bake bread, jump rope, do crafts, all of the above activities under the happiness levels. Do the thing that creates the endorphins in your body to get yourself to that state of happiness that leads to the receptivity to joy. I just recently took up playing with sourdough. It took me 24 hours to produce two loaves of bread. But when I saw my husband's face when I cut open the first loaf, the sacrifice of getting up at 2.30 in the morning to shape my loaves was well worth the joy. I will definitely be baking more bread just to experience those pockets of joy with him. When we open ourselves up to happiness, God takes it a step further. Joy becomes a state of being even in the midst of our suffering. Friends, I beg you to do just one small thing to open yourself up to the joy God is waiting to give you. Your soul is yearning for it. Seek and you shall find. Until next time, much love. Please be tender with yourself. Forgiveness is serious business. May the grace of the Lord be with you as you contemplate what you learn today. If this podcast is making a difference in your life, please hit subscribe below and consider writing a review. Share the link with a friend, take a screenshot and share on your social media. Connect with me as your forgiveness guide. I will hold space for you as you work through your pain and rewrite your story. Sign up for my 5 Days to Forgiveness self-guided mini audio retreat at www.drkaren.com. Check out my website for how you can bring me to your church or small faith sharing group. And remember friends, forgiveness is for you.